Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. This is episode 16. I'm Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. So we are very, very close. This is our last, most likely last 3.9 uh, episode, like official real episode before 3.10 yeah. comes out. It's exciting. Yeah, super cool. What a great league. Yeah, it was a good league. How was, how was your week this week? Oh, it was nuts. Real life busy, POE busy. Um, man, I started with the new mention for how the Conquerors are going to spawn starting in 3.10 core game. Mm-hmm. Um, as a standard player, because my maps are going to, you know, I, I keep my maps from league to league. I didn't really want to waste any of my high tier, hard to get maps with uh, bad RNG percentage compared to what it's going to be like. So I actually haven't been playing any of the end game all week. I started a new character. Oh, uh, actually, on console? The, yes, yes. On, of course, it's, it's the superior platform. Um, oh God. The actually that's not true i decided to take the two weeks to try out a non-path of exile game i know i feel really really awkward you played a non-path of exile game so i love tell me this i love team-based rpgs right like the the first mass effect was really cool i love divinity i when you're leveling four characters i love oh man the first dragon age was so great so i started i'm like okay i'm just downloading all the dragon ages and i started going through it and I liked it, and I'm maybe it's Dark Souls and this game that ruined it for me, but I'm not disappointed it ruined it for me. But I'm going through and I'm listening to people talk and I'm going through and I have to go through and like quick click on everybody's quest to get the quest. And I'm taking my time listening because I want to make the proper answers. I want to be the nice guy, even though my name's Wrecker of Days. And I just got so bored. Mm-hmm. Like, Had you played I'm it not- multiple times before? Oh my goodness, yeah, I've, I've crushed those games. I love them. And yeah. I even downloaded The Witcher because I, even though I love The Witcher, three. yes, The Witcher 3. And I downloaded it just to see if the camera, the, when I first tried the game at your place, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if the connection that we had was, yeah, I was getting nauseous because of how we were playing it at the time. Uh, there's yep. been a lot of patches since, so I tried it again. We bought it for the Game of the Year edition for Dirt Cheap. Tried it again, still got nauseous. But I, I, I found that even before I gave up with my nausea, I'm just not into long storytelling anymore. Like, I'll watch a movie for stories, and nothing against all these epic games, but I just want to kill stuff and level up. And I'm not mm. really into dialogue and... I don't know, from my EA days, what do we call them? Um, NISs, non-interactive sequences, like the movie scenes and stuff. I just want to kill stuff. I just want to level. I want to see my XP bar move. So I started a new character. I'm doing a guardian, um, Herald of Agony guardian with zombies. Okay. And is this a guide or is this just for fun? It's just for fun, but I love it. (laughs) It's for fun, fun. but, but I love it. Why? It's just so fun. The The movement speed you get with the current Guardian setup while you have five or more uh, allies around you is fantastic. You don't like movement speed, though. Um, I like a small amount of movement speed, like tw- 6%. 20, <laughs> 20 to 30% is nice. Okay. Mm. Anyway, yeah, how was your week? Work. I, I, this week, I didn't. I, I read about the stuff going on in PoE coming up. I haven't played the league. Uh, I lasted much longer into this league. It's actually a little painful for me because I really wanted to get more of the challenges done. Mm-hmm. I just I don't have the time to do it, and I also 
I know that if I got into it right now, I'd burn myself out for 3.10. So I I just don't want to do that. So I have been reading about all the stuff coming up. I've been getting messages on Discord about stuff coming up. Uh, But yeah, it's literally been a a week of work for me. So Mm. not not nearly as fun. No games. I, I don't think I played. I don't think I played a single game this week. Oh my goodness! You so, are getting so old. Let's get no right. But hang on. There's up. there's one thing I have to say because I don't think we're going to talk about filters for the rest of the episode. Oh, thank God! This will be the first league that I am taking my filter and adding to it. Normally, I take GGG's filter and remake it every time because I know uh-huh. the changes that I want to make and I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Sure. And if there's any errors, it's because the default filter came out and needed to get fixed, right? So, you know, it's like my error-proof way. I'd always start from scratch. This will be my first league, keeping my current filter and adding to it. I'm curious how many exciting. other people have the same face as me right now. <laughs> the exciting, I can't wait to hear no, what you have like, to say about it next episode face. No, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. What happens if they change something? Wouldn't you have to take theirs and build off of it? No, that, almost everybody else, they just see the information that's posted with the patch notes and item filter information. They're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then they add it in with the colors and the priority level that they want. Everyone else. <laughs> There's like four. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that Mr. All Neversing other four people. does a great job just like looking at it like, yeah, okay, I know exactly how rare that's going to be right off the bat. Let me do that. Mm. Like, He's for example, I need to change my orbs of annulment to be a little bit louder and a little bit bigger because they're not that uh, em- em- emphatic, emphasized, emphasized. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so now to actual POE stuff this week. Obviously, there was a lot that actual came out. Actual POE. Actual POE stuff. Uh, so there was a lot that came out this week. So Lots. let's just hit a couple of them at a time. Um, we you you we kind of chat chatted chat i don't know you Chateaued. and i chat chatted mm-hmm. uh just about beck sort of uh hinting at the fact that maybe there was some some minion leaks coming but no no actual information there so we'll see patch notes wise what happens yeah. now i'm actually going to skip ahead because this kind of counts with it because it was the most recent one which is the movement movement skill changes and the huge change to specters yeah. The only reason that I want to bring it up first is because I don't really care about okay. either. But okay. Good for talk. me, uh, so the movements, the the move skills are cool. It's weird that they're just adding an extra one for each one. I it extra I, I understand what's a, what's an extra, an extra one? charge. There's like yeah. a new support you can add. Yeah, the second wind charge. support gives you yeah. like a a free spam in the middle of your cooldown. It's a cool idea. I it's just weird to me that they're like, well, we noticed that flame dash was so popular. So we're going to introduce the support, but it's also going to affect Flame Dash. I know that Flame Dash is being slightly changed a little bit as well, but yeah. um, it, it it's cool to me. I don't really care. I don't see myself adding a support to a movement skill, but maybe in the pa- in the past when I've used Flame Dash, I've just used it. Hmm. That's my like act to get over those stupid bridges. <laughs> yeah, the you know what I mean. Bridges. Like yeah. yeah. The, so yeah. for me, movement skills are based on that. But uh, the Specter thing. So. 350 new specters, which is bananas. I wonder how many there are now. Do you know how many there are? That's bananas with every letter capitalized bananas. No, I don't know how many there are specifically. No, but 350 extra is insane. Right. Like, so I'm, I am a little curious about what the original number is right now, but, uh, the reason that this one made me laugh when it came out and I read it is because 
I instantly thought of you and I was like, oh, they're nerfing minions. This is like their, <laughs> this is like their way to appease people. And this was before you had even mentioned to me that Bex had kind of joked or, or, or hinted that there yeah. might be a minion. But the first thing I thought was, okay, don't care. Don't tend to play minions and specters. But 350, this is literally them just saying, here, like, be happy while we beat you in the corner. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Later we, we on, we nerfed in the week. minions again, but we don't hate you. You can have way more now. You can have so many. The thing that blew me away about that number, though, like they said, they they added, they went through 350 enemies and tweaked their AI. So Did you they even know there were that many in the game? No, I didn't. I I, I just thought they reskinned a whole bunch. But I, I thought there were like 30. <laughs> and and half of them you hate because they 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 shoot those i don't know anyway Stupid but porcupines. <laughs> or when you're like stuck for some reason with low movement speed and those girls with their boobs are shaking and they're shooting those what if darts you can at make you? porcupines a specter and then like purposefully lower their health oh use minion instability with porcupines yeah wonder if that anyway would yeah. So anyway, I I was just really impressed that they specifically went through 350 AI or mm-hmm. enemy AIs just for one skill. Yeah. How cool is that? I mean, I, I remember in a lot of other it, they they have to make it worth it for what's coming with these packs. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is going to be worth it because people are going to mad. Yeah. What is it? Forty percent. Well, how many were necromancer this one? It was still a pretty high percent. It was the, the top, like, oh, maybe 27%, 30%. It didn't matter which league you were in or which? what stat you were caring about. It, it uh, At least 30% of players yeah. were a necromancer in any. So people will be upset, but they can have That's fine. many, many choices now. People have to remember. People have to remember. GGG's always actually trying to balance it. They just don't want everything open, except for maybe they're, like, three archetypes they always kind of slightly push in a league. It's always attempting to be balanced. Attempting. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, that, that's the reason I jumped to it because it made me laugh. I actually, sorry, just really need to preface. We did our last episode blind. I hated it. I don't want to ever do that again. <laughs> it's not the way that I do POE. I'm not used to like not looking into it. I understand there were some things that when we read were incorrect. I feel like that's 100% natural that people are going to read it. We were certainly not the only ones. But uh, thank you to the people who pointed out that we were incorrect. Actually, everybody that's was That's a really legitimate nice thank it. you. That's not it a sarcastic is, yeah. thank you. That's no, a legitimate. No, it's not because we, uh, I mean, we found out pretty quick after the episode when we got a chance to like really pay attention to what was going on. But yeah, reading it and then just sort of trying to understand that information without anything else. Um, there were a few things that were incorrect, but otherwise we were perfectly right. I, I, think, I think the whole episode was extremely accurate and you should base your yeah. information around episode 15. It's true. You are going to have hundreds of skill points. This <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Plan your trees to 156 <laughs> skill That's points. Right. You're, you're, you're going yep, to be you're going to be good. So anyway, um, let's so so anyway, let's go back to some of the changes. Atlas, big changes with the Atlas, which is oh. awesome. Yeah, well, I, mean, I was. I think well, we that's talked one of the about it last. We didn't one. get incorrect on the last one, but the the static nope. changes are really nice to the Atlas. But one thing that GGG mentioned that was an unintentional thing, and you and I talked about this just privately when we're hanging out on Discord while we're playing Poe, 
we never ran out of maps. And this yep. was one league. I mean, it was awesome. I, I think if there's ever anything in PoE that you should never have an issue getting, it's maps. Maybe not the exact map you want, but you should never be low on maps. You know is what I mean? That, that is Did they decrease map drop rates? I didn't well, actually they see that. Unintentionally had too many map or not too many, but they had more drops than maps than they expected to drop drop last because oh, not not as though. a number, um, like a percentage for drops, but just sure. the different ways you could get them. Mm. Right? Like how the different how often you could access xana right like how you can just plan around doing xana for three weeks straight if you have the stack of missions available um metamorph get tons through that right there's so many different modifiers now that you can get in in in-game encounters where you can get maps that people were they were getting way more maps than gg expected and so one thing that they're doing, they're actually not changing much of any of that. The only thing that they're doing is they're changing the awakening bonus to not giving you bonus maps. As long as I don't have to go back to trade just to try and fill my atlas. That was one of my favorite things about this league was the fact that I did not have to rely yeah. on spamming 40 people to get one stupid yeah. map. So now what they're doing, the awakening bonus, so that's late, late right that's end game yep. bonuses sure. or not not beginning end game but later end game, like the bonus bonuses uh mm-hmm. they're changing that you're not really getting many map bonus rewards or increases for doing them or as getting them people freaked out like i th- i think that's fine like if ggg is fine that we're getting a lot more maps and they're just taking away one of the many methods that we were getting more maps than they expected yep. okay like what was the freak out? That's I, must great. Have, I, I didn't see that. Uh, there Regarding wasn't much that? specific. Oh my goodness. The thread was so negative. I, uh, oh man, like <laughs> I'm starting to hate more and more people. I'm, uh, you're going to be the Reddit guy from now on. I can't handle Reddit. This, I'm not I, allowed I, I on Reddit. So mad. <laughs> I get, I, I get, I get so deleted. Mad. That's true. That's true. And you don't even do anything wrong. I, I, it's just, I don't understand. It's like a whole bunch of people whining and complaining with their arms crossed like you accidentally gave me two suckers and now i'm always going to expect two suckers don't mm. ever give me one sucker again two suckers for free always well i mean i just you know it what, drove though, me nuts Chris I, and, go ahead they've they've admitted in the past though when they've made decisions they've realized that it's really hard to take that back maybe that's a little bit of this now that where it was mistakenly done i i actually again without seeing it it's a little weird to me to just complain without actually playing it yeah you know totally. what i mean like it's a little odd to, to be complaining before the league starts i could see a month in or three weeks in if you're like hey totally different. i have half the maps i used to have i yep. totally agree but before a league starts that seems a little weird oh i couldn't believe it i mean really the amount of maps we had was insane so I don't mind if it's going to decrease a little bit. But again, my big thing is do, I do not want to have to rely on trade yeah. with other players to get my Atlas completed. But this is awakening bonus. Like yeah. this is stuff that I, That's I never even bothered getting to. I had, well, yeah, that was the big thing that people were complaining about. And huh. I mean, that's the end. That's after, yeah. like, that's when you're just, you when probably you're not even going to bother doing a T15 or under. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. It was it was it was weird. But I and I've never had a more downvoted personally, never had a more downvoted comment than me. What did you do? I, I was I was being positive <laughs> to GGG. I'm like, I don't understand why people are whining. I think this is great. It's just Sometimes a balance. And people just, have to be. Well, you those were downvotes. Those, yeah. those sounds. 
Yeah. I mean that you kind of that was that's a little bit your own fault though. It's like jumping into a crowd of angry people and be like, "Hey guys, <laughs> here's well, a reason to smile." Maybe, but there's a lot of happy people in that group too. Yeah, but there's I think a, a circle of people, circle of people singing "Kumbaya," and a circle of people singing "I hate Kumbaya" all in the same well, place. Clearly, those bore a little bit bigger. If it's got downvoted. <laughs> that being said, the whole downvote upvote thing to Reddit is to me stupid. Uh, agreed. But that's a whole other story. But I've I've said mm. that before. Uh, but, anyway, I'm I'm excited for the Atlas changes. I actually think most of the stuff I love just uh, the actual way that it will impact playing the game with regards yep. to the UI showing how you know how many maps to run. Yep. There's a whole lot of things that I didn't really pay attention to. People were talking about bricking atlases and running certain types of things to make sure. I don't know. I feel like people who want to min-max the atlas, knock yourself out. I just want to play the game. Yep. I'm not going to pay attention to like, oh, I can't run this map because it will. I don't even know. It's not the way I play the game. Uh, people people that play PoE, though, they they really hang on to the past. You know what I mean? Like this way was efficient for me. And now that I can't do what was efficient for me, the game sucks now. They, they don't wait for change. You know what I mean? Like you just have to come up with a new way to accomplish what you wanted. And maybe GGG doesn't want you to accomplish what you were doing in the same way. They want you to do it in a different way. And maybe they haven't stopped from doing it. You just have to go about it a different way. I'm the kind of person where I just play. I just, and then I'm just doing the highest tier map I have. Well, if you, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm relatively the same way, but I also think if you want to complain about something with regards to changes in the league and game mechanics, wait till it's actually out. Yeah. Don't bitch and moan about it before it's even playable. That, that you're just making an assumption of how it's going to be. So. Totes, dude. Wait, did yeah. people say totes and dude in the same sentence? Um, I. There's a really funny note here <laughs> that you hope it doesn't take forever to be able to convert maps to three point tennises. <laughs> I actually hope. I forgot about that post. My yeah. hope is that it takes till three point twelve. <laughs> I'm going to be starting in league with you anyway. Well, you're not. Why would you play standard in this this upcoming league? It's. I. I just. I don't see. I. I feel like it would be worse than normal. I finally have metamorph. That's exciting. Metamorph. Yeah. I just don't see it. I think it's dumb. Um, so now I don't know if you're fine with me grouping these these two together because yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so new they, attack they, skills and they're cool. Yeah, there's new wand skills and there's new mana skills. And while I think reading them is cool, I don't actually care about any of them. And the reason for it is uh that that okay, I'm just gonna pick on this one just to be mean. That rune that new rune skill to me. It seems that, so dope. It looks, uh, I, it looks really, really cool. Yeah. But I feel like it would be one of the most annoying ways to play this game. It's two wow. skills that you have to press, and you're placing these runes, and then you're charging the runes, and then based on how much you charge them is how much damage they're going to do. I don't like it. I just don't. I, that, that's so much work to kill. It's a, it's a lot of start and stop. Group. Any channeling skills like that except for Cyclone, though. Yeah, but and you don't have to use those skills together. Yeah, well, but in order to detonate the runes, you charge them with mana. Yeah, I, that, I think the aspect that they're using mana as a type of offensive source, not just a support, I think it's really cool. I'm not probably not going to use them either because they're not minions, but I think it's, I think it's creative. I still can't believe they can come up with stuff. I think it looks cool. I just I don't like it. Hmm. And then the wand stuff, um, you know what? For both of them, I guess I will. I will wait to see how they play out. I, I would never 
base like how I'm going to start into 3.10 off of yep. brand new skills, yep. brand new mechanics. Uh, some of the new wand skills, they look really cool. Yep. They do look really cool, but for me, that would be like a either later character or 3.11. You know, Agreed. like where I'm like, okay, maybe some of those things worked all right. They're just yep. too for me, and there's way too many like added supports that have changed. Yep. Uh, it just, yeah, for me, they're cool. I hear you. As a guide writer, I'm the same way, though. You never, for me, you never use a new skill if you're looking to have a solid guide right because nobody's touched it before nobody knows the quality of it right and sure sure, it might be good and you're probably going to get a lot of clicks um if you care about clicks as a guide writer or um but it's not it's going to be one of those things where it's you're so in the dark for example my trigger happy build the my max block gladiator it was cyclone the first uh, because even though blade storm is a perfect sync for the ascendancy of that class i used cyclone the first league because i want to see how blade storm worked out second league i implemented blade storm because i liked it but mm-hmm. you need to give it some time but i hear you yeah. i hear you that, that, i mean they're probably really cool it's not to diss you and it's not to dissuade you from doing that as a league starter but um i i too i agree i like to see how things play out and i like to see feedback and i actually yeah. want to be efficient in my first playthrough last league when I was really trying to see how bad the nerfs were for one of my guides was a horrible and depressing way to start. Like it, as a guide yeah, writer, it made league, sense right? for me. Yeah. When I started yeah. with my Scion elemental hit mm-hmm. as a guide writer, it made sense for me to start, but it was really rough. Like I really didn't like the league until I mm-hmm. restarted. Yeah. Uh, and it, in a little bit here, we'll probably chat about um, like how we sort of want to start a new league and stuff. And so I'll, well we can chat about that then too but yeah i'm the same way i i don't usually want to take on something brand new so i do like the changes it's cool that they're adding it they just don't appeal to me right off the bat until i know more information about them so now we know how the tree is going to work we know that you're going to be able to branch off with all these jewels and uh which we knew last episode but what is a really really big change is the (laughs) fact that the wording is not skilled points it's that you're getting passive skills so no that what that means is that you have access to them but you don't get additional points to fill them which it totally does make sense that like literally after we had that episode the next day i was talking to ethan and i was like it seems weird to me that you could just put in a blue gem and have 12 points that you put anywhere like it just it didn't really make sense and so um yeah we just just through reading that one just kind of glossed over that and we're like holy crap you're getting that's why i was like jesus the power creep is going to be ridiculous now it's not i I think it's still going to be a bit strong but certainly not not to the degree that we thought last episode so knowing what you know now with how they're going to do it what what are your thoughts with regards to the these new jewels and these new changes to the tree and building your own tree well it's fun to talk about without having experienced it at all um it's like kind of like new skills, like, OK, like that's cool. They're going to be there. I'll definitely make sure I have part of my tree on the outside of the tree so I can respec or take advantage of them if I get a cool jewel to drop. But I think of the biggest thing, I, it seems like the impression is that they're going to be pretty common drops. I apparently you can be do some crafting with them as well. But right. I don't know how many do you do you want in a tree? Can you really get legitimate life nodes and damage nodes? Could you basically just rush to the side of the tree and 90 of your 120 points are there? 
I that'd don't be, know. I, that'd be actually kind of cool. I, I imagine not, but that would be actually a pretty fun. I'd love to see somebody's build where it's like gone yeah, straight from the start to a jewel and they just built it off of that. Well, but, especially because you're, you're just going to be stashing all these jewels you think are awesome, but maybe for sure. another build, I could definitely see that happening, especially with what was it? 280 notables. Yeah, somewhere between 218 and 280. <laughs> yeah, 280. <laughs> 280. I forgot about that. Uh, for me, I, I I still love it. I think it's going to be super fun. Yeah. But you remember we read the teasers uh, last episode? I do. Yeah, I don't like those anymore. And I'm actually not interested at all in seeing some of the possible jewel clusters that you get. I started looking at them and it just... It didn't irritate me, but it. I was like, I don't actually want to know this. I would rather yeah. wait till they drop and not try and in because what it's yeah. going to do in my head is me go, oh, I got thirty points. I don't want to spend them because I might get one of those two hundred right, jewels. Right, right, right. And so I don't want to know them. I want to actually play it. Okay, one dropped. Can I make this work? No, I can't. No problem. I'm going to stash it. Yes, this one might work. I'm going right. to. I'm going to plan ahead to work towards a, 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 a jewel socket on somewhere on my tree, but. Smart man. It, it is going to make regrets worth way more than they have been in the past because you you have two options. One, don't use your points, which is a terrible option. <laughs> Crazy, yeah, especially when they make the, the game harder. Right. By the time you hit like halfway through Act 1, you're going to be crying. Um, and the other option, though, is to build your build, right? Yeah. You, you, you plan out your build just like normal, and then when one of these things come... You have to maybe make some adjustments, but that's going to require uh, first, well, regrets, but also all the side quests. You might they might be slightly more worth it now. I think it's awesome to go and grab them. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Well, at least at least go back. You know, like if you're sure. level seventy and oh, I need five more regrets. Well, I have three quests I haven't done. I can go back and breeze through it quick. I like doing the quests as I get to them, even though it does make progress slower. But yeah, I wonder yeah. if they're going to increase. Like, it'll be really cool to see if they touch any of these numbers going forward, right? Because we were talking, and of course we don't know, but the assumption between you and I is that this is going core, no matter. Like you can't make these crazy cool sure. additions to the tree and then not just keep them. Yeah. So, are they going to change regret drop rates, or are they going to change? I mean, maybe they'll change quest rewards when Poe two comes out to kind of equal each other out, but maybe they'll add like a passive respect point with every other normal passive point you get. I I hope they don't increase regret drop rate. I hope they don't touch that. I don't mind. I agree. There may be a couple extra quests or, or, you know, rewards for. That being said, you actually get quite a few. If you do all the side quests, you actually get quite a few respect points. It's like it's 12 or something. It's it's double digits. It's not. But it's yeah, but it's a reasonable amount. But I, I think what it does for me, and I think we kind of chatted about this, too, was uh, and I guess this probably will be yeah, something we'll chat on a little bit more, but I will just plan out my build a little bit differently and yep. try and think towards those outside nodes. That's right. But they do suck because they're all at least three away. Like no matter what, every single one is a minimum of three away from anywhere you're going. Yeah, yeah so, it's a lot. It's a big investment. But I agree with you. I hope they don't make regrets drop more and i hope they don't give you more passive respect points because one of my favorite things about a hard game and i consider path of exile to be one of those punishing games i love games like dark souls is i love it when everything is terrifying not just Mm -hmm. gameplay not just enemies not just a valed t15 map that you're desperately trying to get a bonus on i love it when leveling is terrifying 
and you're like, yeah. oh, I really don't want to spend these points, especially if you're solo cell phone. You're like, oh, do I spend these five points here? Do I wait? I really don't have the, the respec orbs or what are they called? Orbs? What? Regret. Orbs of regret. Right, right. I like I love it when leveling is terrifying. I love it when vendoring an item is terrifying. And so I really I agree with you. I hope they don't change it. I'm going yeah, to I kind of. A, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say I'm I've been going back and forth on how to do trees with my guide obviously i don't know how these clusters are exactly going to lay out yet we'll find out on our tuesday maybe wednesday how that works out but i've been flopping back and forth on if i should just make my guides to maybe a tree of level 70 or 75 and then let people have free reign but i think i've kind of sided on the idea of still make my trees to level 90 91 and if people end up not feeling like they want to expand the tree itself will carry you through the game but I'll probably point out which nodes are required. Like if there's, you know, mana reservation or certain types of life regen nodes that you really need or a Val Pact or something that the build needs, you know, hey, just FYI, you need this, but everything else is expendable and you can regret those into clustering yeah. off. The way I will probably setting up my own build is just being aware of what are the least important. Right. And going, okay, this is this is what I've I've got just for now, but if I need to, I can pull it out and put it into into, you yeah. know, whatever these things are that might drop. But I think it's cool. I just will not plan around them. There's two hundred and eighty of them. They yep. they are so they are random as heck. And the more I read the new ones that came out, I was like, Oh my god, I can't do this. These aren't it's not the same as like, oh, this is something new added to the tree that I can go, Oh, I can I can plan a build around that, I can plan around it. You can't plan around this at all. No. But not especially you know? not this league. Maybe next yeah. league, if it stays core and it's new and you kind of know how it works or drop rates and stuff. But this league, oh man, blind as blind gets. Yeah, no, it's, it's like it's blind without a cane. Yep. So are there any, um, I don't know, like uh, sometimes people are super excited about a skill and then they pick the best ascendancy for the skill when they're starting off with a league starter. Um, are there any ascendancies you're hoping to play, no matter the skills that you might end up being interested in after the patch notes? Are there certain ascendancies you're hoping, that, I don't know, that you really miss or that you really want to be good or that you're really itching to play this league? No, I'm, I'm relatively like, yeah, I know it's probably not, not the same direction you're thinking. <laughs> I, so again, we're going to chat a little bit coming up because we wanted to talk to people about sort of what we do when it comes to the end of a league, new league, yeah. but just to sort of spoiler alert for me i i don't pay attention to almost any of that stuff till patch notes so for ascendancies uh, i i have a couple in my head that i'll be like leaning towards but it totally depends on the on the what i want to play in 3.10 yeah. and then with regards to the ascendancies like i know we've talked about it before and we were just mentioning it before as well like you know necromancers being such a huge percentage and we've seen other leagues in the past where there's something that's got like 25 plus percent of all the players playing it which obviously is clear meta there's something that's a little bit overpowered to those sides i don't care yeah i think people should play the game however they want and if you if you you know if you Preach. didn't if they didn't touch if they didn't touch minions and they didn't touch necromancers if you wanted to get into this game and have a comfortable game into the end game go minions like if you if you played in yeah. the last two leagues and you were new to Path of Exile, I hope people like that picked up that minions were strong because it it would have given them a chance to see end game to kind of get yep. there. And then as leagues progress and they make their changes, that you no one but you can play minions all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's minions, just not possible. 
Path of it's Exile is amazing for me. There's so many different ones and there's so many different ways to play. The Elementalist yeah. can focus on Golems. The Necromancer's fantastic. The Guardian's fantastic. The Pathfinder focuses on the Herald of Egg. Oh, it's awesome. It's uh, just, awesome. I mean, don't get don't get so excited because they're about to get slammed into the ground. Uh, but well, I will find a way. But I, what I'm, I'm just saying that I don't mind that there's stuff that's overpowered. You don't have to play it. Like people that complain about the fact that minions have been powerful for two leagues. Yes, okay, they have, but you don't have to play them. Yeah. Go play something else. Like nothing's requiring you to play a minion build. And I actually don't mind the fact that because Path of Exile is not noob friendly. And I like that. I actually think that that's good. I think you have to come into this game and get your butt kicked a bit. But yeah, if you came into this game and picked up minions, at least you were going to have a better chance of not getting so kicked that you were like, I don't like this. I can't play this. Yeah. Right. So you could you could have picked up minions and just flown through at least played the game. So I, I don't care. Ascendancy wise, if one's stronger than the other, it's never going to be the thing that makes me go, oh, yeah. I need to play that. I need to play something with that because everybody else is doing that. I mean, I've been playing Path of Exile for since it came out. Yeah. And I learned about the POE ninja thing where you could see who was playing what, like lastly. <laughs> I never paid attention. I didn't care. I don't well, care what everybody yeah. else is playing. I would For read sure. it and see it in Reddit or, you know, people would post about it, but it didn't influence what I was going to play. I'm going right. to play the game however I want to play it. So, uh, yeah. ascendancy wise, for me, I would love if I see changes that are going to affect a build that I'm thinking of playing, but I, I don't actually go, mm -hmm. oh, this, it's not fair that this one's so strong. Yeah. What about you? Are there ascendancies you're hoping get some love? I, uh, I'm like you. I don't care about who plays how much of whatever. One thing I hated about previous ascendancies, and I'm really glad they changed it with the last ascendancy overhaul a few leagues ago. It used to be that necromancers had skeleton specific and zombie specific nodes. Um, oh yeah, the, you didn't like skill specific stuff. No, that's right. I don't. Yeah. I, and and the guardian had a herald of purity specific yep. nodes. Two nodes there. Two major nodes there. And to me, now, again, it's not my game. So if they go in whatever direction and they have specifics, and maybe once they have 39 ascendancies, they might have to have specifics. But for now, I don't like ascendancies that make it specific. You know what I mean? Like you have to sure. play a certain way or you have to play a certain. I like it when it's general, right? Mm -hmm. Like the Guardian is always going to be about buddies. It's always just going to be about being there for your friends. And I love that. The Necromancer is always going to be about minions, not specific minions, any minion. I like that, right? Occultist is always going to be as long about as it's not a specific and energy skill. shield. Right, right. So yeah. I, like, I like general ideas of it. And I've really kind of grown an emotional. I guess it's no matter the game, but because of what I love in other games, whether it's buffing buddies or minions, sure. um, I really only care about the ascendancies that do that so i'm always looking for allies i'm always looking for auras and i'm always looking for minions or sometimes party members but i don't like party members that don't affect allies like the guardian has that one node where you share your endurance charges with party members party members i love that one but because i'm always doing minions it's kind of a waste because we only play a portion of the league together mm -hmm. so now i get it like i'm not complaining against that note that note would be insane if it shared it with allies right if it shared your frenzy charges with all your allies oh my goodness that would be crazy but i'm just emotionally attached to the guardian and anything minions and that's all i care about so just as long as those ascendancies make sense 
I'm great. I sometimes like like the Scion, I think is cool. I always hope that they make decent changes to the Scion so I can kind of incorporate my two loves of buffing buddies and minions into one nice solid build. So I always hope the Scion does well. I feel like Scion is just the forgotten child. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I, I kind of also like taking like when I play when I play Madden and I see someone in the draft that has the worst combine that could ever exist. I like trying to draft them and make them epic. You know what I mean? So when I see like 0.1% of people are playing the Scion, I'm like, okay, I'm not just going to play that. I'm going to make a guide out of it, and it's going to be great. It was How did it go? Uh, well, <laughs> this league, it didn't do well. It was fine, the league before. But anyway, it was, um, yeah, no, I like, to, I like taking the minuscule ones. But anyway, that's, that's enough about that. Good talk. So do you have plans for 3.10? What's your, I, we kind of, I think we briefly talked about this last time. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. No, maybe it was at uh, Peter Pit that we had this chat, but uh, uh, Peter Pit. do you have, do you have a, a thought in your head for 3.10, what you're going to start with? Well, I'm still disappointed that they screwed up my order last time we went to Peter Pit. I don't like ice cream. I don't want. You had a salad and an ice cream. I know. They didn't have gluten-free, what are they called? Pitas. And they didn't have the dairy-free stuff. Like, what am I, oh, uh, look at, look at my me. pita was delicious. Yeah. Nobody likes you. So what was your question? 3.10, bud. What are you Oh, playing? I was thinking of starting with my Scion, uh, my, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. Let's do that again. Uh, my occultist, um, guide with okay. you. I was thinking of starting at, um, energy shields, caustic, uh, chaos inoculation with vortex, and it would have three curses, two of them at least, maybe three would be with blasphemy. Starting um, with CI, good lord! Oh, I feel like that's as painful beautiful. as starting with RF. No, it's uh, <laughs> and starting with RF is a great idea. No, it's, it's just not. a little Don't bit extra listen work. to him, just, please, for the love of God. Just, if you want to play RF, which is amazing, do not level with it. For the love of God, do not level with it. <laughs> but I like dots, right? It helps with not being able to look at the screen. So I was thinking of doing that guide with you, but I'm really enjoying. There was a couple things I was I was hesitant about with the Scion. The, see, I really like going Chaos Inoculation. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm not going to ever talk about the Scion for the rest of the episode. If yeah. I ever accidentally say Scion, I mean Occultist. And I don't know why I'm mixing it up right now. Yeah, let's not mix that up. Okay? So, so Occultist. So here's the thing. What, what was the node that they just moved to the tree that used to be part of the Ascendancy, but they didn't replace that node? What was oh, it? Oh, I know the one you're um, talking about. I can't think of it, though. Ah, oh, shoot. I'll I bring it up quick about. while I'm talking. But basically, the biggest thing about going CI is how often you get stunned, right? How often you get stunned is based on your life, not your health yeah. pool, your life pool. So it's literally your red bar, your life pool. Mm-hmm. Now, when you go CI, your stun is still based off of your life pool, but not your one health that you get now for the for the three people that are listening that don't know what chaos inoculation is ci it's a note on the tree that basically removes all your life but one your only life is energy shield but you're immune to chaos damage so you don't have to worry about chaos damage bypassing your energy shield chaos damage won't even hurt your energy shield but energy shield is your only life so now you're running into situations where like you can't really use normal flasks you know, to heal, Correct. things like that. So anyway, mm-hmm. let me quickly bring up here that one node that they added to the tree, right? Wicked Ward. When they added Wicked Ward to the tree, I was really surprised it was Wicked Ward 
and not Vile Bastion. Wicked Ward gives you an awesome perk when you're CI. It's energy shield recharge is not interrupted by damage if your energy shield started to recharge recently, recently meaning yep. four seconds. Now, that's awesome, and I think it's extremely important in any CI node, but when you are in any CI build, but when you are constantly getting stunned, now, your stun factor is still based on life when you choose to go CI and only have energy shield, but it's not based on your one life node. It's based on the percentage of life you have in the background if you weren't CI. I think that's really dumb. Like, when I'm going CI with my CI character, I think I have 45% of my node or not 45% of my nodes I have 45% increased life just inherently with the nodes sure. that I've taken but that's what my stun is based on mm. so basically if I want to go CI unless I'm focusing on getting a stun proof unique I have to go occultist and get vile bastion because vile bastion says I can't be stunned while I have energy shield and I think that's really lame because I want to go CI but i not that interested besides the curse improvements i'm not interested in any other node in occultist and i was really surprised that the stun proof with es wasn't basically a part of the chaos inoculation node right like if ci had stun is now based on your energy shield i think chaos inoculation would be a lot more viable but because that's not there and as a league starter i don't like that combo yeah, I don't, I don't know the solution to that. I assume there has to be a... Re it's been like that since the beginning of time for CI, so I assume, that, you know, there's always been weird ways within the tree that you could uh, could get it, or uh, I don't think there's quite as many now. Now you've got to count on uniques, but uh, it is weird that it's not either built into CI or maybe built into, like, a path behind CI, like, you know, three or four points behind CI, and you yeah. can get some sort of uh, stun is based off of energy shield or something i'm i feel like there has to be something that maybe i just don't know that is the reason for that because it it is really dumb it's what ci used to be so popular back in the day like there was a time where es was like the only way to play because you could have 30 40 000 effective health with ci just because of all the stacking you could do with energy shield but uh your your stun immunity was based on either uniques or oh god there used to be a there used to be another node i can't even remember what it was called but anyway, oh, it's down on yeah. the south side of the tree. Can't yeah, be somewhere down at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unwavering stance. But can it's, you? Can it's you? Right near where the marauder starts. So that's not a. Can you? Um, can you put that onto your neck though? Now, can you anoint that skill? No, it's not no. anointable. That's no, too I don't bad. Think so, but the th I don't know. The thing is, like, you could even make the math different, though. You know what I mean? Like, okay, here's CI. You can't be stunned while you have energy shield. Okay, you have to choose chaos inoculation to get that. But it can still be a different percentage, right? It's not like these other stun nodes on the tree explain to you what the math is behind stun. You know, you could have the energy shield stun effectiveness different on the wiki. Or, I mean, have the wiki explain it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, just, I, I, I feel like it's an oversight, just something that they haven't gotten around to. I don't feel like it's an oversight. I feel like we have to be missing something. There's got to be something else because it's been, it's been like this for so long. Huh. So, uh. But what are you playing? You tell for me what you're then? playing for three. Did you actually? No, say I think play? I totally got distracted of why I'm not starting with that. Okay, so we understand you don't like CI, you don't like stun. Well, what I still might do that, but the I'm really, really liking this Guardian. And if I'm playing with a bud, I should be buffing my bud. Right. What's the build though? What do you? What's your? What's your focus? Well, I would have minions around me, so I would ha definitely have zombies 
with Meat Shield hanging around me. Uh, the Guardian has those nodes that are right next to it that buff you for, let's see, Radiant Crusade says while there's five nearby allies, you and nearby allies have Onslaught, you're welcome. While there is at least one nearby ally, you and nearby allies deal 10% more damage, you're welcome. Nearby allies, Unwavering Crusade's the next one. Nearby allies have 30% increased damage, extra cast speed, extra area of effect, nearby allies intimidate enemies. And nearby allies unnerve enemies. So you're welcome. Mm. So, so are you just going to play that. with like two health flasks and three quicksilvers? <laughs> uh, no, I'm going to be 100% dependent on Onslaught because I need my quartz flask to get out of sticky situations. So you could just play a little bit slower, right, buddy? So what's your skill? What's, what's the skill you Well, right now I'm playing with Herald of Agony and I'm using Cyclone. Oh, are we talking the new one that you're playing? Yeah, but I'm actually really liking it and I'm playing okay. it and I might start it if... if minions are still okay is this a non-guide build yeah oh my are i know i'm growing up build? i'm getting so old um but i'm using cyclone but i'm not are you putting... gonna start writing a guide for this our if, progress if, is gonna halt if i write a guide i'd have uh, to scrap another one four guides are my max i don't have time for more so mm. it's cyclone with infused channeling and blade vortex so that i'm and then it's gonna have lesser poison and poison attached to it Sweet. So then I've always got 100% poison chance on hit. And Cyclone is just so I can keep moving, right? I'm actually not worried about how much I'm going to hit. I think Cyclone without any accuracy investment at level 90 hits for about 40%. But Blade Vortex as a spell will always hit. So it's Cyclone, Infused Channeling, Blade Vortex is always going to hit. And it's always going to be spinning because Cyclone is going to have such a low mana cost because Infused Channeling is only mana multiplier all the other mana multipliers apply to blade vortex which doesn't matter so it's gonna be good always gonna hit mm. at 100 percent poison i'll always be at 40 virulence for herald of agony good cool what are you gonna do what are you gonna do i don't know yeah you do three uh no i know, I, know. I will decide once the patch notes no, come you, out. you're not I even hate, gonna decide after you've decided you're gonna change your mind you're probably gonna pick the wrong ascendancy just like this league like well that's what, what i picked the wrong class by accident at the start of this league. <laughs> And then it was just like, ah, eh, we'll figure something out. So I may actually just go back the other way and, and do uh, Essence Drain Contagion just because it's an, it's an easy league start for me. And mm. it's on, unless unless something changes with the patch notes, I'm not worried about being able to uh, to play it effectively. Yeah. Um, for me, yeah. So I, I honestly don't know. Until patch notes come out, it's really hard for me to make a decision on that because so many things could come up. And, and uh, you know, they might buff minions and then I might have to go... Uh, you know, yeah. minions have been pretty weak for the last little bit. So if they, yeah, if they see some love, know. I might have to go that right. You never know. At least yeah, do so, specters, right? No, because this is another thing with specters. I love that they've added them all. But for, for it made me laugh too for you because you don't even play specters the way 95% of people play specters. Where they're like, oh, I want this mob because they do these types of damage. They do, they're this specific. You're like, oh, specter died. Do specter. <laughs> Oh, Spectre I, died. I, Spectre. In my old SRS build, I had Spectres attached to cast when damage taken just because I liked seeing which ones showed up. It was awesome. Yeah. And people would always ask what Spectre should you use. I'm like, whatever, man, whatever. whatever. Just the one that's dead on the ground. Please, dude. Yeah, no. And but no, it's it's it's, it's fun. I would I think it would be a lot of fun to do a Spectre build and let people choose whatever you want. It's going to be good no matter what, guys. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, 3.10, I'll decide whatever it is, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, once the cool. patch notes hit and I can actually see what the changes are. Sweet. Mm -hmm. So 
I know this is kind of out of nowhere, but I didn't really know where else to slot this in. But I did think it was kind of neat. You know, while we call it the coronavirus virus, I don't know what you just say you think it's kind of neat. And then you led into the coronavirus. <laughs> that it's cool, guys. So there's wasn't this thing. the best <laughs> choice of words. If this was proofread prior, I definitely would have changed that. But yep. no, um, we call the, the virus that's going around the world now that people are being concerned about um, where we're from. We call it the coronavirus. And it's like COVID-19 or something. Something it's like that. Like yeah. another name or something. And I think Corona got upset. And <laughs> poor guys. Well, and, and it's 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 in our specific media a lot. We live in a very multicultural place um, in the world. And there's a lot of people that live where we live that are traveling back and forth to where their families are. And those are highly infected areas. So we, we get a lot of the information. So I get a lot of that information in my newsfeed just because. And it was interesting when I saw something about the coronavirus and Path of Exile in the same newsfeed. So I clicked on it and uh, it was kind of neat. I, I saw in an interview that... You gotta stop using neat, bud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not neat. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Um, it's kind of interesting. You could say interesting. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Uh, so I read... I forget who it was with GGG, but they said that the coronavirus has actually impacted the development, not probably not for Path of Exile 2, but a little bit like it's what they had to do. Like there's some places that have closed down. Right. And when it gets down to crunch time, apparently GGG hires with all their different third party sources that they get to develop, help develop the game. Some of those places have had to close down or weaken their staff, uh, you know, sure. be a little bit more specific. So what they've had to do is take people that are actually currently working on Path of Exile 2 and bring them in to finish 310. So 310 could be put on time. They don't think it's delaying Path of Exile 2 at all. It could. It could because we have no idea how much further this coronavirus is going to go on. But sure. um, I just thought it was um, an interesting thing to read because you don't, I don't know, it's just because it's affecting a video game. It well, is it is interesting. You don't I, sometimes you forget how much these things impact. You don't know? don't wreck my path of exile. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I, yeah, I don't have much to say on that. No, I think it, it's I hilarious just, that people are buying like billions of rolls of toilet paper. I went to I did grocery shopping at Costco. I don't think now I I I maybe I missed this, but I don't think one of the symptoms is just like uncontrollable diarrhea. <laughs> Where you're just gonna need like rolls of toilet. I saw one of my favorite pictures ever. I think I sent it to you and a group of friends of this dude just like dressed up to the nine in gold jewelry, and it says like the CEO of Purell and Lysol or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Washington okay. Stands. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's whatever. Um, okay. So this is we have a couple really big topics, and I don't know that we're gonna get through both of them, but let's hit the first one because we've had people asking us about it. So. The first one is some of the things that we do pre prepare for new leagues with regards to stashes and stuff like that. I think we can probably brush through this one. I can brush through this one in like five seconds. Do it. I, uh, I, so the way that I prepare for a new league is I make a new character. <laughs> and that's it. And so I, I don't, I, I obviously will like think about my build after patch notes come out, but I don't play standard. If I ever logged into standard, I would have the ugliest stash tab you could ever imagine. And <laughs> uh, the only thing I will say in this particular instance with the new league is I will be reevaluating the way I maybe structure some of my builds to take into account being close to outside edge jewels. 
just so that I can take advantage of the new the new mechanic with the the new clusters. But uh, I there I got nothing. Like I that's it. I make a new character. <laughs> well, I would like to congratulate you on exceeding your five second prediction. Good for you. I think that yeah, was at least I'm, twenty five seconds. Th- it's going longer because I'm just trying to hopefully pull <laughs> you off a little bit <laughs> because. I, I mean, I am maybe slightly curious. What do you actually prepare for standard? Like, do you actually end a league and go, okay, here's what I need to do because this is going to go into standard? It only depends yeah. on what's coming. When you, when, you, when you stay in standard, it only matters what's going core. For me, how the Atlas is changing dramatically impacts how I'm going to be using my maps now. Because right now, the chance of influence is, you know, once you have 20 watchstones or whatever it is, the chance of influence is a lot lower than it's going to be in a week and a half, right? right. So, so there's certain would, things I, I'm doing and sure. I'm saving for that, right? I mean, yeah. once fusings are gone, people are going to be blowing their fusings like crazy. So there's going to be some core things that people do. But there's really not a lot to do, in my opinion, when you're, if you are only a league player, there's nothing to do at the end of a league. There's absolutely no. nothing. Give, give your currency, if you haven't already done it, if you're still even playing, give your currency away to somebody and let them let them spend it and be the super nice person of the week in their life but if you touch standard and play league it's a very dangerous thing to not organize your stash tabs a little bit because all it takes is a league and a half two leagues of ignoring your standard stash tabs and you'll never go you'll never go back the second you log in like your third league okay i gotta try something out in my stash i gotta try i'm gonna try standard for a little bit the second you look at your stash tabs that you've ignored for two months from like two leagues worth of stuff, it's just too much. And people just, they stay in league forever and ever. So what I suggest Which for people that are going... how it's meant to be played. <laughs> so <laughs> what I suggest for people that like to dabble in both leagues, standard and league, when you're going through vendor, like nobody in league is buying anything right now and nobody cares. And if you ever feel like dabbling like in standard... Remember that you're going to be getting league after league after league of currency in there. You're not going to need currency. So vendor everything. Unless you're a collector, get rid of your uniques. They'll, you'll, give, you'll get so many orbs of alchemy from that, which are great for mapping later on, especially if you're just trying stuff out. And honestly, get rid of everything. Don't or only keep gear for builds you love. Like I'm sure people know by now I'm a minion guy and I like buffing you know like as a guardian so if something's minion specific i'll keep it if it's for a build that i'm oh i've always wanted to do that get rid of it because it's probably been six leagues and you still haven't oh i'd really like to do that gotten around to it so just get rid of it you can always get new stuff like just gut everything that's my suggestion anyway in terms of because there's not really any other way to end a league unless you're planning on staying in standard yeah and if you do play in standard consider stopping (laughs) i disagree hey your end of league no no you listen the end of league (laughs) is so much more simple it is when i end a league i don't even care i don't think twice about it you know what i think league and path of exile is it's beta testing standard standard no way man there's so many crashes i like how do i i'm i'm muting all of this (laughs) i'm turning your voice right now if somebody hears you it's just straight chipmunk unintelligible chipmunk that's all it's gonna hear that's right. That's even better. That's what I should do. Okay. So let's, let's jump to, this is a, this is a really big topic. It's, and, and I know a lot of people have asked us to chat about it 
Um, this is probably quite a bit more that you're going to have some, you know, like words for people or your thoughts. So one of the questions we've had a lot of people ask us and that we've even discussed between ourselves, especially if you're new to Path of Exile, and even if you've been playing it forever, is sort of how you deal with loot, how you deal with vendoring, what you keep, what you don't keep, what you're looking for with regards to prefixes and suffixes and uh, open slots. So there's a lot when it comes to dealing with loot in this game. It's 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 what makes Path of Exile so insanely complicated. So it's not something sure. we could like tackle head on every time. But you no, go first. There, there's so much. I I'll probably just kick in from time to time with as you're talking because the way that I deal with loot is definitely not the way that most people probably will or should. I I tend to in the very beginning of the league collect what I know I'm going to be able to sell. I know that I've got the. Uh, you know, triple, if I can get something with like movement speed and triple resists or with life and two yep. or three resists, my focus in the beginning is just what can I sell? What's going to make me a bunch of currency? And to be honest, once I hit like three to four weeks into the league, I'm going with like the very strict uh, never sink. And I'm still picking up, I, I pick up every single yellow jewel, everyone, I always do. Yeah, I don't pick up any uh skills unless they're 15 percent quality or higher and i'm only using those to vendor them for gcps yeah and after that like i'll i typically will pick up rings and amulets just for fun but the, i i always know by the time that i had like this by the time i had my guy set up i knew there was nothing i needed to pick up i was picking it up just for fun i had so much currency and i wasn't in any position or goal to try and like i didn't want a headhunter i didn't need like some stupidly high amount of currency to do anything yep so if i i didn't really have a focus on that kind of stuff i i tend to at that point i don't pick up wisdom scrolls or portal scrolls i typically buy them off of you mm -hmm. um you're welcome so yeah loot for me is very different than probably like a new player i will say for somebody who is playing new find a filter that you can trust whether that is tyler's filter or somebody else's filter but find a filter where you can trust the drops that are coming and then get a sense of understanding like it's okay to vendor something yep. and 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 a hundred percent i know it will happen you will later on and we tyler we've been playing forever and we've seen this so many times you look at something on reddit and go like wait a minute that that's worth that much and you know for sure that you vendored something that's had those sort of roles uh if you're not specifically into like let's say an attack skill using i'm going to use foils as an example because it's one of the biggest currency makers in the game but if you don't play a build that is using those type of weapons i promise you're not going to remember all the things to look for in in, in those roles right. unless you've played it if you've played a build that's focused mm -hmm. on those types of weapons and you know sort of the prefixes or suffixes that you're looking for yep. uh, i mean uh, the easiest way to say it with regards to attack skills if you have a high physical role and a high physical percent role you're probably going to be able to sell it yeah tack on attack speed and you're you're probably doing really well but no. then it totally comes down to the type of weapons too, whether they're two-handed, one-handed, is it an axe, is it a foil, is it a dagger? Like there's so many different things that come into play. There are. And here's the thing to remember when you, if you're trying to actually trade and make money, it's okay to screw up. It's okay to vendor something that could have made you tons. Like, sure, it sucks, but it, none of us are going to know the game so well. I mean, or very few of us are going to know the game so well that we know what every type of item is has value you know which mods are really rare which mods are 
in perfect combination with other mods. I mean, some are obvious, sure, but there are going to be so many combos, like Justin was talking about the foil, one-handed sword, right? It's a thrust sword, it's a dex sword. Some people had no idea why they're valuable, okay? Yep. Uh, and that's okay. So, so let's, maybe you don't even have foils in your filter. Maybe you have like a guide-specific filter. Okay, you're still going to make currency. And make currency on what you know. Don't, un unless, yeah, you're totally right. unless you really enjoy taking your time and looking at stuff. And maybe you're really enjoying learning that part of the game. Okay, like take time doing whatever you want. But don't try and make currency on every item. You're probably, if you're trading, right? This is all basically trade specific here. But if you're looking to trade and make money, just make money on what you know, right? You know, I'm a minion person. So I'm going to be, okay, sweet. I got a bone helmet that has plus three to minions and an 80 life roll. Okay, I know that's great because plus three to minions is super rare. Someone who never plays minions are going to be like, this is stupid. A, 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 hel a bone helmet only has 20% increased damage to minions. That's lame. They're going to vendor it, right? So... Just do what you know. Just do what you know. But I think the most important thing, especially if you're new, pick something. Like whether, however you're picking your ascendancy or your class, however you're picking your starting build, make sure it's something you're going to have fun with, right? Because if you if you get busy, like we all, all all us normal players, we get busy with life, we come back, we don't play as much as we want. When you come back, you want to make sure that you're enjoying it. You weren't just racing against time to try and make the most currency and get take advantage of the densest mark. You know what I mean? So make sure you're picking something that's fun, but then know, start learning what's valuable for that specific build. You know what I mean? Like Justin was mentioning melee weapons. Okay, well, melee weapons are very different than spells, right? You have a physical percentage increase and then your flat damage increase. And without those two together, no matter what else rolls on that weapon, it's going to be a piece of crap, right? Mm -hmm. Where am I? It's not going to be, you're not going to get much value out of right. it. Right. But now that being said, there's the, the one thing that makes all of this very even more difficult is crafting becomes a right. whole added thing to that understanding, like how you can craft onto these. So, right. Hard. Well, but that's the thing. So if you're new and you're not sure about mods, you don't know what's valuable, what you can what's really good at teaching you is your crafting bench. As you go through and you start unlocking almost so many of the very valuable crafting mods come from Jun and defeating members of the syndicate. And as you start unlocking those, spend time looking, okay, well, what's this weapon with this build? Uh, okay, I'm using a spell build. Okay, well, now what? this weapon has a high spell damage implicit. I'll go into the crafting bench and see, okay, which mods are prefixes, which mods are suffixes. And as it, you're not going to remember it right away. Don't try and memorize it. But as you start playing with it, you'll slowly start seeing, oh, okay, this type of damage is this, this type of pass speed, this is a suffix or a prefix. And you start learning it. And then all of a sudden you'll see like, oh man, all of a sudden I have a wand that's doing 140% increased spell damage and I have a free prefix. Wow. Okay. So now I know right off the bat, I have two prefixes and a high thing. You start learning the value of which mods for your build are good prefixes and which ones are for suffixes. And if you're missing only one mod, you start learning very quickly which ones are valuable to you. And that, that is really the definition of what good or bad loot is. So, basically, vendor everything. Especially, especially until you get more into understanding all the roles of the... For me, I never played 
swords. I never played that physical foil style. Yep. However, when when I started to see them selling for what they were selling for, I actually took like half a day <laughs> and, and, yeah. and paid attention. Yep. I went through like the stuff that was on trade and was trying to figure out like what is making these things mm-hmm. so insane so that I could just be aware of it. And it becomes relatively simple yeah. uh, as you get playing more. But and And then for me, I, I would say belts and boots and even rings and amulets in the beginning are probably my easiest things to just pay attention to. Because with a boot, I'm looking for movement speed, health, and resists. Yeah. For a belt, I'm looking for really high life, and I'm looking for resists. And I'm looking for the exact same thing on my rings and an amulet stats, too. They, they're like filler. That Those are where you can find those filler intelligence or decks or strength or whatever yeah. you're short yeah. on. Uh, the rest of it, I don't put a huge focus into because those are my those are the easiest filler spots Mm -hmm. the belt is probably one of my favorite slots yeah a belt yeah it's probably one of my favorite slots if i was to buy my gear in a kind of a specific order let's say i was doing one-handed weapons or a weapon and a shield whatever it is i would probably go i'd always buy my five link or six link first right and or I'd plan around it, right? Getting a five link or a six link is probably the hardest part or the most crucial part of a build. And so you basically just want one really good mod with it. And uh, unless you're min maxing in your way end game, but as you're leveling, what you're looking for is your health, right? Are you ES or are you life or are you both? But you definitely want a good or decent life roll or ES roll with your five link, right? If, if, if it's your chest, right? Justin, you mentioned that your amulets are awesome for making up lost attributes, right? Not very often on a tree are you going to have all of your attributes that you need for your skills on your passive tree, and your amulet is a perfect way to make that up because you have the implicit for your attributes along with that. So I always, especially when I'm leveling, I don't care about life or resists on my amulet. I just care about attributes, and then later on I'll improve the health if I'm lucky. You on the same page with that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rings, just like you said, all I look for is health and resists. That's that's what rings are for for me. Later on, the implicits are great, but min-maxing is a much later thing. Belts are always the last thing I add because it's so it seems to be so easy to get a good life roll and at least two high resists or three decent resists on a belt. So I always kind of like cap off my resists with the belt. Uh, what was it you mentioned boots yeah definitely i always have the movement speed i want on boots and a high life roll i don't always focus on resist because i like having the high life roll and movement speed guaranteed those are both prefixes what else do we have i would say the most important stat in this entire game is your resists oh 100 and 100 and it's become even more so as of this last uh, this last league so yeah it it you'll never you're never gonna save the exact items you should save and vendor the exact items you should vendor. Yep. Uh, so I would not stress about it. I would I would literally be going into it going, this is the stuff that's going to... It's solo self-found will make you really happy with loot. Yes. Because you can just focus on what you need. You don't actually have to yep. care about the rest of it. Now, that being said, I went through solo self-found and saved the stuff I knew was going to be worth a lot, came out of solo self-found into the trade, made all my money, and then yep. was able to play the guy I wanted to play. But I, I've also been looking at items for years. So it, mm-hmm. it's a lot different. Once you start to understand a bunch of different builds, I would say in the beginning, just focus on the build you're playing. Yep. That's or the it. build you've played in the past. Uh, and if you want to, if you really do want to look at making currency, then you're going to have to spend some time on the, the trade page and start 
finding out what is it that people are buying. Uh, I think you can do that through POE Ninja as well, but finding out what people are buying and what are the uh, what are the stats that are yeah. making it so appealing? Because it literally would not be possible to go through each individual piece and say, here's what you should be looking for. Yeah. So just look for high life and high resist. You can get like That's the right. trade macro, learn how to use control C on different things so that you can actually see. And this is again, all PC. You can't do this on those silly little boxes that you're playing on, but uh, it'll let you, it'll let you see like those uh, sort of where your tiers are for um, prefixes and suffixes and how many of them are tier one and tier two, yeah. which it, it does help quite a bit. But again, you have to still know what you're looking at. Yeah. So, uh, another thing that when when you go to your crafting bench and you start getting used to what's available to you for like you can't roll the same life roll for example let's say you want to add life to all your gear and you have the space to add it you can only add a certain amount to a chest piece but you can't add that same high value from a chest piece to boots they have their different restrictions as you're crafting and as you just kind of get used to fiddling around with your crafting bench and seeing what suffixes and prefixes are and what kind of rolls you can get you'll start noticing which crafts are expensive and which ones are cheap like which ones cost exalts which ones cost chaos or alks or alts you'll also start seeing that rolls things that just naturally drop as you identify them, can roll a lot higher than you can craft them, right? I think the highest you can craft, I forget what it is, uh, the highest you can craft for life on a chest is something like 90. Oh man, I don't have the exact number, I forget. But you can have 120 life roll on a chest, no problem, right? If it drops like that. So there's certain things, just as you get used to the game though, it's not something that you really freak out about. It's not something that you desperately need to pay any attention to. Like Justin said, if it doesn't work for your build, just vendor it. And as you start Don't learning build up the game, stash tabs of stuff because no. you'll never get through it. No, you'll go into standard oh. with like <laughs> eight or nine full stash tabs. It, it happens every time. Especially as you're leveling. The only stuff I yeah. keep when I'm leveling are completely relevant to my immediate circumstance. Right? Like the only thing I would say is different on that end is jewels because jewels have no item level. Right. A, a jewel can drop very early on that is going to be massively worth a ton of money uh mm -hmm. because they they don't roll the same way that gear does so yeah. i would uh, jewels for me is like the big one to always be picking up especially early on yeah so yeah <sighs> good luck <laughs> <laughs> the, the the key is don't stress it really is don't stress don't hoard have a good time good talk so remember that one time a long time ago you were in our mall and somebody I think I like a cell phone shop or something recognized your gear and it made you super happy. Like you were wearing some POE swag. You got one of your t-shirts from your expensive um, support pack purchases. You remember that? Uh, I do remember somebody saying something to me <laughs> uh, because they saw the shirt, the POE shirt. Long time ago. So now it hard to remember. Ago, yeah. So I, 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 I finally had somebody recognize my POE swag. Now I shouldn't say it's my POE. I mean, you gave it to me. But you got it for me at ExileCon and then gave it to me, but which I, I absolutely love. It's the best hoodie so it in is the yours. world. Yeah, <laughs> I guess yes. But I finally, finally had somebody recognize my POE swag. I was at. Um, I love that. That's like a goal. Oh my goodness! <laughs> like well, walking around I, like guys. I do you this see game, this damn jacket? <laughs> I, this this game is what I spend all of my personal time on. I just like it that much. So it'd be it's really cool sure. if somebody was to come up to you and be like, hey, 
like everywhere I go. I mean, millions. How is it? Millions of people play this game and I never walk into somebody that says even at the video game store, even at the video game store. I'm like, hey, do you play Path of Exile? They're like, no, I don't know. You asked them that as you're wearing the shirt and hat. Yeah, yeah, I you're should. Like, hey, guys, do you, do you know this this game right here? I don't work for them. So anyway, I'm at A&W, right? It's, uh, and I'm, I'm walking to my seat after I order my food. And somebody comes up to me. And they're like, hey, I, l- I like your hat. And I'm wearing the hat you got me. It's got the exalted orb on it. And, and I, like, I'm so happy. It's XL on the side, yeah? Yeah, it, yeah, and it says POE on the side. And so I'm, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm basically, I'm going to hug them because I'm meeting another POE player out in the middle of nowhere. But then I realized I'm also wearing my POE hoodie. And that says like Path of Exile a lot bigger and everywhere on it. And they just said my hat. And I'm like, okay, well, hang on. Let's. Um... So I kind of reserve my excitement a little bit and just making sure. And I say, thank you. Thank you. And I ask if they play without specifically referring to POE. And they're like, play. Yeah, I play. I play cards all the time. I like cards. Like. <laughs> They, and at their table, they have a deck of cards. I guess they went to A and W to play with one, one of their friends, and so I'm so... like, so I say, "Cool, man, I love cards." And then, and then I sit down at my table and I cry a little bit inside because still nobody's recognized my so POE swag, and I <laughs> immediately entered this little circumstance into our note-taking app so I could share it because I was that sad and disheartened. So, so nobody actually recognized your POE. Nobody stuff. did, and they got my burger wrong. They only put two patties in and I ordered the three patty one. That's awesome. It was horrible. And cool, cool story. Ty. It was raining <laughs> and it was raining. Oh man. Well, it does fit your story. And though. I was only there because my doctor was an hour and a half late. So I had too much time to spare. It was a lonely <laughs> day and nobody saw my POE swag. Just to add to your like super terrible story. <laughs> <laughs> negative attitude. What is your note about a different name? So we know your wad, or I think it was Tarky that oh was like yeah yeah yeah, of yeah 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 yeah. But you said that there was a different name you almost had. Well, before a lot lo- way back in the day, I used to be Trini Party, but that didn't really make sense, and people didn't people called it Trini Party, and that was even dumber. So I, I was I was on a quest to change, and I think I've already explained this in a previous episode. But as I was deciding what it was going to be, it had to fit within an Xbox gamer tag restriction, like the amount of characters. I forget if it was thirteen or fifteen characters or whatever it was. And it was between Wrecker of Days, which you and I used a lot, but I also didn't want to wreck that by taking it and stealing it. So I was also considering Pit of Despair. I thought that would be pretty cool, right? Getting summoned in Dark Souls or you're helping someone out in your Pit of Despair. You know, from what's that called? Princess Bride, remember? Pit of Despair? Mm-mm. What? In, in like the tree hideout where the guy's getting tortured by the really pale guy? Pit of Despair. So, yeah, uh, I don't remember it. It's an odd name to be called by. Well, I hate you. <laughs> you could have been, could have been pod. Anyway, instead I of forgot wad. that note was in there. It's, I just, but anyway, awesome. whatever. All right, whatever. Now, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I write guides, right? Now that we're back on the path of exile and not A&W or pit of despair. This is the first time I've ever considered incorporated, incorporating a league mechanic into my guides. What are you talking about? Well, like these cluster jewels are specifically only in league and I never they drop from league. yeah, Right. And I never make my guides revolve around league content because I keep them going. I don't make new characters every league. I revamp my characters just so that they're taking advantage of the new tree, new skills. And I just make sure, excuse me, that they're min maxed properly. But I make them so that like, OK, so 
if one of them is a really good clear, but they're not great on boss killing, I'm still going to keep that guide in the Metamorph League, even though it's slow on boss killing, right? Mm. And so I don't revolve that guide around the League mechanic. I don't just make boss killer guides for Metamorph. I just have my same guides that I just make, and I make sure that they're up to snuff every League. Sure, and now that this is a League-specific thing, if you write it, somebody following it in Standard is not technically able to follow along right right so but this is the first one where i've ever even considered incorporating like i'm I'm, so now i'm referring to the passive tree with the new passive clusters that you Mm -hmm. get from jewels how do i how do you not incorporate that you can't i know this is the first time i've ever had to include something so vague and generic and specific into my guides i mean that being said you don't actually have to be super specific because you can be saying like here's the jewel slot that we're heading towards for the the majority of people who are playing league if you're playing standard don't worry about it but yeah like you can you you know it's kind of you're kind of saying it anyway because you talked about talking about which nodes would somebody take out first if they needed to and there's no way you're building your guide around specific new clusters no well no not right now it's just not i I don't i don't see you actually ever doing that because you don't buy stuff no not unless you can can craft them very easily and specifically no that's true yeah yeah. So I, I don't see it being a huge difference aside from the fact that just here's the, the jewel nodes we're going to be paying attention to or that we're close to when we need to, for again, the like 99% of you who are playing league. I'm sorry to standard people, but if you play standard during this league, you are out of your flipping mind. I'm a standard lover and it's going to be very hard to play standard with this new passive tree. Yeah, you just can't. No. It's you basically impossible. make a character you've always wanted to play in standard and you just start it in league and you just deal with it until league ends. Yeah. That's what I'm going to have to yeah. do with my guardian Hawa. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I know. All right, so I think we're I think we're pretty close to wrapping this episode up. There's a few like maintenance things to just quickly chat about. Uh we've had a couple people ask us about wanting to support the podcast and and that kind of thing. It's kind of a weird situation we've kind of been chatting a little bit about it not totally sure if we want to go that route one thing for me personally i have zero interest in being beholden to people who maybe feel like well i've donated or i've done this and so you should be doing this for us i don't like that we kind of just do our own thing and that's definitely way more me i know tyler he's a man of the people Hmm. and uh so i don't know we chatted maybe about creating a patreon just to have it but I am a little bit curious if people have suggestions, if we did do that, what some of their, you know, I, I, I've i kind of thought about, okay, if we just set up a couple tiers, you know, where somebody's just supporting because they want to be supportive, that whether there would be any additional tiers, like some people have talked about uh, hearing unedited uh, pod- versions of our podcast, which would be a little bit funny to hear because Tyler actually sounds nothing like what you hear in the podcast i sound like a manly man after justin touches my voice wait touches my voice that's gross i touch touch your voice deeply but i don't know (laughs) i i guess i'm curious if people have suggestions because it's not we're not in a position of feeling like we have to go down one of these routes uh any support would obviously go towards paying for some of the monthly stuff that we deal with but uh, we're not in a position of needing it, so I don't really know what to do. And I'm not super comfortable with just saying, hey, if you want to donate, here's a donate button. Yeah, we don't ever want anybody to feel like they they should just because we have it. And I do feel like sometimes yeah. when people have those things, like, sure, some people just just want to go out and support. You know what I mean? Like, I sometimes I'll just 
spend something quick at PoE because I would hate it if they went under and I love the game and I never spent any cash. But we don't want people to feel like they should just because we have it. So it's I love the idea that people are just listening and that people yeah. are giving us feedback. That people are time. chatting on Reddit that I love getting twits, twits <laughs> on the tweeters. Uh, so I don't know. You're but, so but young and cool some, and hip. Get me on the face gram. Um, if people have, remember my space. <laughs> Oh man, do I ever. Uh, okay, so yeah, I don't know. If people have some input as to what they think, if we did go that route, I see Q for the tears. What was that bing, that noise that it would make? I had a six digit ICQ number. Six digits. It was unheard of. It was like 210 <laughs> something. Anyway, uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing, we've talked about maybe having a midweek episode this week, just when patch notes come out. Uh, both of us would love to do it, but just I, we're just throwing it out there that it's a big maybe. It just depends on if we can find some time in our schedule. It'll either be there'll be a midweek episode where we get a chance to quickly chat about the patch notes and the things coming up and what maybe now we have a direction for 3.10 or it will be a normal scheduled one where we're doing both chatting about some of the stuff with the patch notes and also leading into how did our because I, I think we'll be like at least level 60 at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next week yeah so, easily easily yeah the, the it will be awesome if it works it's just going to come down to timing so if you yeah. don't hear from us through the middle of the week tweet us a tweeter <laughs> and tell us that you're upset or tweeter us a twit yeah. whatever yeah uh Both yeah just work. let us Both know work. yeah you can tell us that you're upset that we didn't do it or you can tell us that you're happy to take a break but if it does work uh it will come out ish around that time yeah somewhere around that time mm-hmm is what we're aiming for. <laughs> anyway, this has been... Oh, do, oh, go ahead. I hope everybody found the loot section helpful. I know we rambled a little bit, but I want... No, I just... You know, we had I some hope somebody gets requests. that. One day somebody asks for the unedited version of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, this has been Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast, episode 16. I'm Tags, a.k.a. Justin. Wrecker of Days, Tyler. Maybe soon pod. <laughs> Pits if you're, of despair. Yeah, don't do it. If you're looking for any more information about our podcast, any of the stuff that we've talked about, uh, we'll have links to our twits and tweeters. And I think that's all we link. Maybe our website. You can find us down below. Thanks a lot for joining us. And we will catch you either midweek or next week. Happy League start! <laughs>